0: Bad to the bold. Welcome back to Bold Perceptions. This recording was an interview I did with Foreign Strategies about six months ago. Their channel focuses on the travel lifestyle and they used to do a lot of uh, dating content. I think they are rebranding. I highly recommend the channel. T Bob has been on the podcast before. Very good dude. This recording is pretty raw, explicit. Uh, if you don 't like that, I would uh, not listen to it. I do not like to swear that much, but I was in uh, the mood. I was right next to the beach. My shirt was unbuttoned. We had a couple of drinks. It was a lot of uh fun it 's a, a way to get in kind of to my mindset and the things i 've seen the things i 've experienced, and this whole travel life i think there 's lessons for anyone, not just travelers. There's a lot of relatable points. I hope you very much enjoy it. Because of this interview, I've actually had a handful of people reach out to me for uh, consulting with lifestyle design, traveling, even dating. And uh, so if that is something you are interested in, go to our Instagram at bold underscore perceptions and uh, get in contact with me. Have a great day and enjoy. Ooh, I'll also link the video version. I highly recommend it. If you want to see a character in action, I was uh, exemplifying the gringo in paradise for sure. <laughs> Ciao.
1: Dude.
0: Dude,
1: we're gonna show these listeners, man. Cause I think this is what we're gonna get into is these I think happy. everything, we've been told like cognitive dissonance to to understand it and um it hurts and it's hard for people to kind of like take it in but i'm talking like your your teachers your your coaches the politics all these people like how they tell you to grow up what to do i think you flip it on its head and then you live good in today's age he would be in nirvana because if you have dope things if you look presentable you can have as many crazy sexual experiences as your heart desires and floripa now i've been kind of being a madman and and being wild and you know this is kind of my little vacation i'd say before i go back to europe in uh the spring and i kind of feel disgusting saying this okay two months more or less 30 women you know one every other day and uh (laughs) it's it's that abundant here you know what I mean? Obviously being a gringo helps, but it goes into all the other shit like I talked about. You know, have decent style, be presentable, know some game, get on every dating app. Know what I mean? Use it to streamline abundance, being open with your intentions or what you want. Like here's the thing. Here's the problem I think now is like, it's like we shame sexual people. You Know what I mean? Like I love beautiful women. I love feminine energy. I love having sex. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think if you're honest about it, like I am with every girl I meet, that there's no problem with it. Because like, um, here's what I think of like, feminine energy and woman is basically, it's amazing being on the beach, you Mm -hmm. know, with a bottle of wine relaxing. But what enhances it is a beautiful woman right next to you. Know what
2: I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Foreign Strategies. Prepare for takeoff. Yo, what's good, fellas? today we have a very special guest my man nick from bold perceptions uh he's here today to give us a little background on him as well as his channel uh he's currently in florinopolis brazil so i'm definitely very jealous but uh, i'll go ahead and let him start off with his background as well as talk a little bit about his channel
1: yeah i appreciate you having me on uh mr t bob we had a good little interview with you, uh, what was that, a couple weeks ago? Because I actually was trying to find some content on Floripa before I came here from uh, Italy. I've been in Italy the last two years. And uh, the only English stuff I could find was from you. So I'm like, oh, who the hell is this guy? And then uh, I look him up. I find the Instagram. I message him. Very friendly, very kind. He even offered me his bike. He's like, yo, I left a bike there. If you want a bike, have it. I was like, Jeez, who is this guy? And then um, I started watching your guys' content and I was like, oh shit, this is right up you know, my alley, living the kind of the foreign lifestyle, dealing with women and whatnot. So I'm glad to be here. What is my background? Okay, I've been in real estate since I was a little boy. I'm a part-time professional athlete, uh, a podcaster, an international playboy, freedom fighter, <laughs> um and uh adrenaline junkie i'd say i love to live outside of the comfort zone i love to do both, bull- tendon. and i think i've been like this since i was a little boy and i was at the beginning of this year we were talking about um kind of like how we grow up and we're told to do all these different things by the politicians the teachers the coaches you know everyone saying hey go down this path and, and do this like it depends on the person but i think for the most part we were sold a load of crap and uh i think it benefits people and it pacifies other people but to really get the most out of life depending on what you want is to figure it out yourself or find mentors that you look up to and you want to get to that level and that's one of the reasons i i started Bull perceptions is to connect with like-minded people that I, I can learn from that i can connect with that i can network with and it's uh it's been very good
2: so what type of content are you pushing on both like what are y'all talking about essentially
1: okay so we started this what two and a half three years ago um it was actually with when i was in copenhagen and um my teammate he played uh for the jags and he started doing the euro football thing des shout out des he he showed me a lot and he really brought me into like the the travel um uh lifestyle and at first it was about like um you know two americans in europe because we're gonna go travel together see different things we had two different perspectives you know i grew up in uh, minnesota i'm white he's a black dude from florida so we're trying to like uh see things from each other's perspective and you know because a lot of racial going on around those times and we thought it'd be kind of cool to you know um anyways it kind of turned into more of a networking leveraging tool for my personal business and uh you know they say like podcasting is uh therapeutic right and you get to meet these people you give them value they give you value in return and uh now i'd say it's about living bold it's about people who do bold. whether you're a, a nine to five person that does some bold or you you live uh my, my co-host likes to say like a uh, this minority lifestyle, uh, fast lane life that, uh, I live. So it's been amazing. I've met great people like you, uh, T Bob, and I, I hope to continue to do it. My big plan is to make it like it an umbrella and all my personal shit underneath incorporated in a tax free country and, and, uh, use it, uh, as a, a way to get around some things. So
2: how many countries have you lived into? Where have y'all lived?
1: Okay. So Minnesota, then I was in Colorado, then I was in Copenhagen. Then I was in uh, Bologna, Italy. Then I was in Mexico, Playa del Carmen, Riviera Maya. I was back to Italy. Now I'm in uh, Brazil.
2: So how's dating been overseas versus back in the States?
1: Yeah, I kind of plugged it on. uh, I'm going to plug bold perceptions again. Me and you talked about this, about the differences between uh, the woman. Again, I think Scandinavia really... Okay, so here's the thing. So Des, who I started this podcast with, six four, 230 pound black dude right in uh copenhagen he was like i i heard stories because he was there but you were year before or the two years before that like for 40 days it was a different girl every night that came to the house that i mean all off just like tinder and dating apps i mean that's that's a thing like nomad capitalists go where you're treated best but um when we took the trip together we did like uh, eight countries in um like a month and a half in the summer and that's a dude who really kind of like blew my mind with like what's possible how to manage so many women like how to have that sexual per- like ability to do all that and because uh, everywhere we went there'd be a new girl and they would all be like holding hands they'd be loving it um like the dude was just a freaking casanova and like before when i was younger and i grew up with uh you know what you've been told right the disney fairy tale all those different things i'm like you know managing more than, you know, two girls was crazy. I just talked to one girl and you know, that'd be my girl. It's not like I didn't get late, you know, I was a, a quarterback. And you know, I had that kind of image. But when I saw that, I was like, and then um, yeah, I, be, I became <laughs> very much like that. But uh, okay, the differences. Is that, is that the question? Yeah, let's
2: go differences. Would you i say? like to
1: go a little on a little tangent so if i keep going you, you oh, no, it's good,
2: we, good. Uh, it's perfectly fine with me
1: okay so american woman i don't want to date i don't want to be with i don't want to see i know that sounds harsh um it's just not my flavor anymore i think uh like we talked about before dating in america is terrible i think it's like uh i think i have like stepped into the masculine role or tried to do that and it's just it doesn't excite me at all, and it's it's quite sad. But so I came back to see my family a couple times in these last three four years, and um, you know I still had fun. I had fun with them, but it was it was just like a weird feeling, you know. It wasn't like the romantic feeling. It wasn't any sort of like good emotions. It was just like what's up, dude? Oh yeah, let's have set. You know what I mean? It was just not. I didn't like it at all. So uh, Scandinavia, were the, the the men and women are very equal there. So which I think is great, you know, they, they pay for their drinks, so, you know, I pay for my own, which is, is amazing. And uh, what's great about them is if they vibe with you because they don't want to keep vibing with you. And then on the third time, third day, you guys have sex. and There's no sexual chemistry there, which I think is wonderful because I think that's a huge part to any sort of relationship, whether it be monogamous or, you know, polygamy, any of that stuff, you need to vibe on all ends sometimes i think yeah if you have sex first it kind of ruins things but honestly it just shows you their true colors i think that's good that i mean why waste any more time let's just get it over with and and see if we totally connect so that's scandinavia do you guys have some comments on that
3: i know delane yeah delane? well delane. i almost got married to a swedish woman so um and i lived in the, in gothenburg so i'll say that i remember talking to a whole bunch of swedes and uh they say my name, they always say my name like Delaney, Delaney, and my name is Delaney but they also like that's how they pronounce my name. And I'm talking to them, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm taking this girl on a date, blah, blah, blah. They're like, yo, they're like, that's not how we do it. We don't, we, we don't do, we don't call it dates. Like, we we have sex first, and if we like <laughs> the person, then we and then we you know hang out with them, do fun stuff. And it just blew my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. So it was a that was like a big culture shock. Be looking forward to it. They, what I really like
2: about Scandinavian women in general is that they are open, but they also are very like intelligent people. So you can have like yeah. conversations with them, um, and that's something I truly like is to have intellectual conversations with everyone. And if you just look good, I mean, outside of the bedroom, it's like, what are you doing for me, right? It's it's literally what are you doing for me. Uh, so that's that's a big plus with Scandinavian women. Um, and their version of like feminism is very different than like the States, right? They actually truly believe in being equal in the States. It's like, okay, we want to get paid the same, but we also want the man to still put the dates. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a very different uh, environment. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to actually going out there. I've been to Copenhagen, but I don't know, Copenhagen's. Is Scandinavian international. It's I don't consider it the same as like Sweden, Finland, Norway. I feel like it's so much different up there, which I'll say, or is it is it very similar to Copenhagen?
3: I would say it's, K- I don't know. it's much different. Yeah, that's right.
2: why, that's why I get that vibe that it's it's more I, Europe in Copenhagen. I think
1: it's def it's definitely international, but I went to Sweden. I was in Oslo, I've seen the mainland of Denmark, and to me, um, Scandinavians are I think are, are very similar I mean obviously Copenhagen's international but if you get just a little bit outside of Copenhagen or not just like you know in like um, I can't pronounce any of the names there um, I do remember two words though talk thank you and skull, cheers but uh, I don't know I think it's really similar but you, you make a good point with this whole feminism thing and a lot of these um, uh, Danes they're like uh, divorced or they have like uh, kind of multiple partners or relationships are different there but I think it can work so well is because the the Scandinavians they have like transcended um, like uh, individualism or uh, selfishness and they they really care about the community. You know what I mean? That's why they have free school. That's why they have uh, it's clean everywhere. Free edu or free healthcare. Um, you get paid if you don't work. So I think um, because there's a sense of community it's fine if you don't have a wife with you or, or a family. You know what I mean? Because your family is the country. They really actually care about each other, which is, to me, it's, there's nowhere else in the world that it's that, like, developed or leveled up civilizationally. Exactly. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah.
3: Exactly. I, well, I know, like, in, I know in Sweden, uh, I had a friend of mine that was Canadian. Uh, he actually got a visa, whatever you want to call it. And marriage is not as big as it is in America. They have this law of you can cohabitate, and you get sponsored by the woman. And if she sponsors you, that means that she takes you in, and she that allows you to be able to stay in the, um, stay in the um, country. And then you have the same move around, like the same like laws, the same uh, permit to move around like a Scandinavian. And I was thinking about doing that. Because I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get married, but I didn't even have to get married. All I had to do is cohabitate with a, a sweet, and they just sponsored me and cohabitate. Cause there's like a cohabitation application you fill out, and she says I sponsor you, and if I live with her for like, I think it's like six months or to a year, then I'm 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 considered a citizen or something like that. And then I'm not quite sure it to- was anymore. I forgot.
2: Do you actually have to like work there and stuff like that?
3: Yeah. Oh. You- <clears throat> I think line. what it is, is that, yeah, it's more so on the person that's sponsoring you. They have to prove that they can be able to uh, sustain both of you. Yeah, okay. uh, they got to be able to prove that, you know, it's economically can happen to, to like keep that keep, keep you guys maintaining. And um, it's more of a burden on a person that's co- um, that's sponsoring you than yourself. For yourself okay yeah yeah, yeah immigration so is
1: no joke yeah. immigration's no joke there because all the benefits they get but I'll tell you what you should have took that because you would have <laughs> had benefits forever and no, you I, never had to do anything again in your life
3: <laughs> I I trust me I you know I wasn't thinking it like that but the the marriage was like it wasn't it wasn't about love it was more about she wanted to have access to America and I wanted to have access to Sweden but Perfect. what we messed up was, she actually liked more. She liked me more than I liked her, and she saw me out dating with other people, and she was dating with other people. I didn't care, but then she started, you know, taking notice and was like, "Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold up. I don't like this," and it just blew up on my face. And um, it unfortunately, the short version, the short story is that it just didn't work out. But in the long run,
1: okay, that's yeah. I would have that 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 that, that poly life, you know, having multiple girlfriends, that's what I do. And I think honesty is definitely the key. Every time I meet with a girl, I say, hey, this is what it is. I have multiple girlfriends. I'm very sexual. This is is just how it is. And you'd be surprised. Doesn't matter if they're 18 or 46, if they're a lawyer, if they're a student, if they're anything, if you be honest with women, just like if you're honest with a dude, people respect it. I mean, me and T-Bow were talking about this at the beginning, like people shaming like sex or people shaming like playboys or guys that like want multiple women in their life is like if you just step into it and say, yo, this is who I am, um, how can you not respect it? Because I think deep down a lot of people, especially men, this is like our biological imperative is to spread our seed as far as it goes. Like uh, uh monogamy was introduced like with the church before for every uh like 17 woman or for every yeah 17 woman one man produced. Yeah. like the survival of the fit the genes, the, the tough guy the the alpha you know spread his shit but to your your poly situation here's what happens they're fine with it at the beginning and i think they like it it turns them on that you can attract you know other women and that you are with other women so you're not jealous you have abundance you know like this is your life you're on your own mission you know what i mean she can tag along she can enjoy it with you but you're going this way but as it gets going and and going they slowly want more and more and then usually it comes to a point where it's like you know hey i found this guy and we're going to be monogamous and that's just what it is and you know but then in the future you know that usually ends and they don't forget about you know what i mean but the the long-term multiple girlfriend thing you got to be fine with letting go and, and just saying it is what it is otherwise you have to cash in all your chips and then she wins subconsciously too she's like oh i got him to just drop his whole life for me and usually this means when you give up everything for somebody, they dislike you more because it's like, oh, like you gave up everything. Like, really just for me, so that, this is psychology. This is persuasion one oh one. that I mean.
2: So, so you've been living in Florinopolis for two months, right? You were in Mexico for a little bit. You've been living in Europe for a good amount of time. If you had to choose, right? Latin America or Europe for dating quality of life xyz where would you choose Well, the
1: the greatest place in the world is italy la dolce vita the clothing the food vino the scenery the history uh the girls italian girls are not the best but they're amazing passionate um yeah if i had to only pick one place in the world to live it would be italy know what i mean but um the situation going on over there you know all that kind of crap um i like warm weather i mean brazil is is amazing i i i love here okay because i'm actually Reaping the benefits of, um, like uh, a paradise, but it's super cheap, but it's also safe in Floripa. You know what I mean? I think Brazil is amazing. The only bad thing here is, um, uh, language barrier, which is if you are kind of have some experience traveling, you can get by just fine with Google Translate and, and vibes, even dating women. I mean, of the 30 we talked about, T Bob, 15, uh, 18 of them didn't speak any English, but. Sometimes, and I've said this a lot, is um, some of the best times I've ever had traveling have been with someone that can't speak English. Because right. right. uh, there's more like, you're outside of your guys' head, you're, you're in the vibe together, you're enjoying each other's company, your body says more than your mouth can ever say too. So that answer the question?
2: Oh yeah, great answer, great answer. So Italy, number one, that is a very surprising choice. I never would have expected that, out of all the places you've been, that Italy would be number one.
1: It, it, dude, there's, Italy is like, um, you know, I remember uh, when I I played uh, Rome, Total War, um, mm-hmm. you know, those little computer games, you build like the empire. Yeah. And uh, I would do that like during class, you know, I didn't want to pay attention to any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with Roman history. Know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then it got into the medieval times and all the kingdoms and the papal states and mm-hmm. the barbarian invasions and then the Byzantine. There's just something magical about like, when you step where Caesar stepped, where Augustus was, where all these great people were that built this like civilization that was thousands of years ahead of anything else. And Mm -hmm. I think even today, what they did in some parts is better than what we have now, the Roman Empire. like That's Mm -hmm. how amazing that uh, atmosphere is, you know what I mean? You can feel it when you go there, when you take the train and you see uh, the Italian landscape, when you walk down the alleys, when you get your aperitivo, italy is a movie if there's any place in the world where you feel like you know you're in the movie it's mm-hmm. italy
2: would you say italy gives you that growth mindset or does it give you more of that laid back kind of retirement? laid, laid back yeah,
3: yeah
1: it's it's um but I, I do i do feel really creative there so mm-hmm. i do feel really yeah but it is like yo this is this is as best as it gets type feeling like yeah, i'm just gonna enjoy this like this is this is, um, you know, all the great people through history have, you know, either been brought up here, have done their work here, have visited here, have admired here. So it's just kind of like taking in, like, what's bigger than you. you know what I mean, like I get a pretty big ego and I think that's that can either destroy you, consume you, or you can use it as a tool. But when you go here to these places, you're like, holy shit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like, I am nothing compared to what these great people did and what they built and, and whatnot. So it really humbles you and it makes you take it in.
2: Let's Have you been to sicily oh yeah
1: all over sicily Sicily. yeah i love uh, tormenia and uh, my favorite is ortigia it's the ancient city of syracuse um great great thing that happened there i i was actually on airbnb so airbnb for short stays okay i don't think so anymore in europe i think you get hotels that's what i did the last year because i think airbnb is overpriced now um for long term stay only when you go there for the first time after go find something on the ground but um, so I was looking on Airbnb to stay in Ortigia because this is where like Archimedes worked. I mean, this is like where the uh, Carthage, like they all attacked and it's, it's a famous uh, city, ancient city of Syracuse. And uh, in the city, it's like a little island, right? Everything was 150, 200 euros a night. But there was this one place for 20 euros and it looked like amazing. You had your own room. It was right next to the cathedral. Um, it didn't have many reviews. So I'm like, you know, is this a scam or whatnot? And it was this old grandma, right? Obviously didn't speak English. And uh, so I just booked it. I said, what's the worst that can happen for 20 euros? You know what I mean? And so I go there. and She's like, yeah, so to get the keys, like I won't be there to like later tonight. But uh, Fernando that works the green smoothie stand outside the building will get you the keys. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, so Fernando's going to bring me to this, this building. So I go to the cathedral. The, the stand is right next to it. And I'm like, Fernando, ciao, Fernando. And he's like, oh, Nick, Nick, Nick. And uh, he said, come here, come here. So he takes me around the corner, you know, right behind the cathedral, opens the door. It's a huge building, right? It's a huge building. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I lucked out here, right? We go to like the top floor and um, there's only one room on the top floor. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? He opens the door and it's a like monster monster room like six six rooms a huge like living room big kitchen balconies everywhere and i'm like okay what is this he's like yeah just go wherever you want you can stay anything anywhere do what you want i'm like uh okay and then i messaged the girl i'm like are you sure i'm at the right place like i'm in this huge place she's like yes i'll be back like uh, in an hour so she finally gets back i'm just waiting there patiently and then she's like, Nick, Nick, you know, broken English and Google translating." she's like, yeah, my, you know, husband died a few years ago. So I've been here by myself and I'm so happy you're here. Like, I'm so excited. Take any room you want. I'll make you breakfast every day. If you want lunch, dinner, you let me know. I'll do your laundry, um, all this stuff. So I'm like, end up staying there for a week. It was amazing. That's a, I love, I love traveling when you meet people like that, that really do special things.
2: Exactly. Those are the type of stories you remember, man, forever for an absolute ever man. But what would you say, um, just based off, so when, what was your age? You started traveling like this? Like, when did you first start?
1: Uh, well, sure. Since I was young, I did all the sports around, um, the USA, you know, we go to Mexico and Canada and shit as a family, but what? 22, 23, 23.
2: Okay. Okay. Three and a
1: half three. Yeah.
2: What would you say? Like, how have you changed? Like, what, what's your mindset now?
1: Totally. Like going back to those original points, I mean, and you said this too, T-Bob, like exposing yourself to new ideas, to new cultures and all that, you get to really find what makes you like tick and not what you've been told and not what, uh, you know, the movies you watched as a little boy or the books you read or what the teachers told you to do and and how you should act. And when you go yourself and when you're alone, a lot of the time I just do solo traveling, right? When you're alone, you get a lot of time to reflect. And then you say, "Oh wow, I, I really like this, and, and this this excites me." Because you're in these different places that you've never seen, with different people, with the different languages, and it makes you like look at everything differently, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have the same autopilot routine as you are, you know, back in the states or back where you're, where you're from. So you're like thrown into the chaos, and from that chaos is where you get to like build, you know, who you are and what you want to be, and, and you know what kind of woman you like, you know, what food. That-
2: Okay. And would you say, since you've started like traveling a lot, would you say you like the U.S. more or do you like the U.S. less ever since you started traveling more?
1: I think when everyone first starts traveling, like outside the U.S., they're like, oh my God, why don't we do this? And wow, like maybe America's not the best. And wow. And they start saying, oh, I hate America. Like they tell all their European friends, America. And, 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 and Trump's so bad. And we don't have health care. And and they just bash it right and um i think after you keep doing it more is when you're like oh okay like wow i'm glad i was born here for this amazing opportunity i'm glad how friendly you know americans are i'm i'm um i'm really grateful i have this delusional confidence that americans have i'm, I'm grateful for all these things yeah we could you know fix this and this would probably work better in america but in the end and for me right now like i am beyond blessed and grateful to be born in America when I was born in America. I've said it before. I think if you were born in the last 70 years in America, you literally got a lottery ticket in the history of humanity. And that you can't uh, tell me no different. Even if you're black, yellow, brown, whatever, if you were born in America in the last seven years, grateful.
2: And why is that pinpoint two things? The amount of opportunity, the delusional confidence,
1: the um, just the outlook on life Americans have. Like, you know, pull your bootstraps up, the, the individualism, like take your life into your own hands, or at least like what it used to be, like the ideals. But I think mm-hmm. we're still kind of brought up like that, or at least our generation was. But then how many other places in the world have that? So many places here, like, this is how life is. I'm only going to make $200 a month. Like, you know, I'll enjoy it. They do, you know, like the euros really enjoy their life, but they're so like, they don't see like big picture and they don't care and they don't like have any sort of motivation to do it. And the only people I really see that from like, like on a general scale are Americans.
2: So do you think that's changing in the U S like the pride aspect of being American Because nowadays almost scared, especially, uh, minority Americans are scared to like promote being american like for example i see a lot of people from like italy or colombia or whatever they have like their flags next to their name on their instagrams etc like showing pride for the country but in the us we don't see that as much anymore there's not as many people promoting the american flag etc because it's kind of been demonized in our society so are you also seeing that as well that there's people are kind of getting away from being prideful for being american and why do you think that's the case
1: yeah, I mean, this is conspiratorial, and I recommend everyone that's listening to to read the book, How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World by Harry Brown. Because uh, before I read that book, I was really angry. And I was, you know, on 4chan and reading books and, and then, oh, this is bad, this is wrong. But there's no question there's an all-out attack on, like, America. I mean, I think they've been sucking the country dry ever since, like, uh, taking off the gold standard, even though that did help us. Like it, it really did, if you think about it, but I think it's been slowly chipping away. Our manufacturing got sent to China. Our middle class is under a full blown assault. And um, I don't know if it's a, a mix between, you know, the China's, the Russia's, um, uh, uh, the, the the Illuminati or the people that are in the world. But uh, yeah, there's like a, a total like PSYOP on the American people to divide us into Black Lives Matter, to LGBTQ10, to uh, middle class, poor class, city, suburb suburbs, a uh, Republican, Democrat, it's it's an all-out divide to, to conquer us because you can't conquer America like traditionally. Yeah. You would never last. There's five hundred million guns. Even if you take out the greatest military, biggest military in the history of the world, you have five hundred million guns and guerrilla warfare in a massive country, right? So how do you destroy America? You destabilize it. You split it up. You balkanize it. You see California trying to succeed. You see, you know the southern states we'll do our own thing. Like, that's what's happening. Anyone that is not brain dead can, can clearly see it. know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And would you say that's a, that's, that's a good thing or a bad thing for the world at the U S where they essentially fail? I mean, I mean like pretty- how
1: I look at it, how I look at it is the pendulum is going to swing, you know, whatever <laughs> way it swings, my one voice, you know, one person is not going to stop the pendulum. So yeah. you might as well figure out how you can benefit from it. know what I mean, and uh, do I think it's a, a good thing? I mean, probably not. I'd rather be under American imperialism, you know, within um, China or Russia or some other crazy people. Know what I mean? But whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But I'm not going to sit alone. Uh There's a great thing that um, the Nomad Capitalist shared about, you know, the, um, the January 16th thing, right? The, the, the insurrection, right? But on mm-hmm. the other end, it was like uh, freedom fighters, you know, the people that, that believe that they're fighting for the Constitution, correct? Mm-hmm. Just like in Afghanistan, we call them terrorists, but they're freedom fighters,
2: yeah, they exactly.
1: liberated themselves. Yeah. And um, so these these uh, these uh, patriots, right, whatever you want to call them, I don't care. Now they're in prison. They thought they were doing the right thing. They're all going to get four or five years. Their leader got, I think, five at night in this prison. At nine o'clock at night, they all start singing the Star Spangled Banner together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm thinking, like, where'd I rather be? Here with this this twenty dollar room that's right on the on on the beach with beautiful women everywhere doing what I want, trying my hardest to spend fifteen hundred dollars a month, or mm-hmm. would I rather be in a Washington, DC prison singing a star spangled anthem at nine o'clock every day?
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Definitely agree with you there at all points, man. It's it's uh, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is, right? It's only so much we could do. Only so much we could do is besides show our lifestyles and show that we pretty much have this lifestyle it's because of our passport. There's so many people I know yeah. around this world who literally cannot go anywhere without a visa, anywhere without a visa. And it really like makes me extremely mad when Americans complain about the things we complain about when they don't realize what these other people around the world are going through so it's it's sad and I, and especially like places like here in tulum there's a lot of americans doing the same thing they come here they complain about how bad the us is et cetera. it's like you're in tulum one of the like this first you're moment. living
1: in a bubble a exactly bubble. exactly it's exactly.
2: la it's LA. It's, it's la yeah it's an extension of la yeah, yeah it's unfortunate but it's 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 the world we live in you're, humans are never satisfied so
1: let me let me make a point too on that i was dating this beautiful Eva Mendez, uh, um, Mexican um, in Playa del Carmen. She's working there. She's from the north. So she doesn't, you know, in the, in the Yucatan, you know, they're more um, native, right? So they kind of more yeah. shorter and unfortunately bigger. You know, they they have like that Coca-Cola addiction. This is a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so the northern Mexicans, um, which is, this is weird, but there's a caste system still in Mexico. You know, it was put in place a long time ago. But the whiter you are in Mexico, the higher up in society you are. That's a fact. You know, I mean, We talk about racism in America. Mexico, it's a laid out. Cast system basically it's crazy (laughs) anyway so she's from the north wherever beautiful woman i think she was uh 27 told me she'd been with uh, i was the third guy she had been with right so overall like a catholic mexican girl beautiful girl smart so you know she didn't speak great english right and uh so i would always have to speak to her really slow and for like the first month we were seeing each other i'm like okay she's just like a bimbo like yeah you're beautiful but like are you stupid like i can't even speak to you right Anyways, my buddy, um, he came down, he speaks Portuguese and Spanish. And I'm like, yo, I need you to talk to her. And like, is she as dumb as I think she is? And he's like, okay, I'll talk to her. Within like 10 minutes, he's like, Nick, this girl, uh, she's a lawyer back home, but she came down here to get a better paying job. Um, she blew me like, like, I couldn't keep up with like her intellectual, you know, whatever. And the whole time I'm treating her like, yeah, you know, like let's go to this bar. You want a drink? <laughs> you know what I mean. And I think that probably worked in my benefit, right? Because like I was a trainer, like everyone else. Yeah. Anyways, the point the point of the story is, um, you know, like I said, the the beauty, the brains, um, all that girl, uh, a manager at this company that uh, supplies like hotels all over the Riviera Maya, right? Furniture designing, all that makes work six and a half days uh of the week six and a half days of the week like 12 hours a day makes a thousand dollars a month exactly exactly that Man. girl in america well first of all she'd probably be getting flown to miami every day you know she'd be making she'd a ton of money on only fans she did it or she'd be married yeah. to some rich guy or even uh corporate america she'd be yeah. making at least two hundred thousand dollars uh Please.
2: you know a year at, at least right. better surfing for an office the biggest ways i've ever seen wearing mm. for an office it was like, scary. Yeah. Bro. It was Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah. those waves are huge. So You know oh, yeah. what's
1: trippy too though? You know, you know what's trippy too though? Uh-huh. Mexico, you get everyone that harasses you. You know what I mean? Like, yo, they'll they'll try to sell you left anything. and right on Fifth yeah.
3: Avenue. Oh, fifth yeah, Avenues Fifth Avenue. Yeah.
1: Dude, yeah. Florianapolis, barely anything that- for me. Barely anything. And if they do come up to me on the beach, uh, I say no, no obrigado. They don't, they don't, they just go. And like Mexico, it's you can't look at anyone, you can't do anything, you got to walk straight, and I hate that because then it, it turns my mood bad. Yeah. You know what I mean yeah. like I want to be yeah. friendly with people and, and get my yeah. vibe right, but in Mexico,
2: I have to go. That's the yeah. biggest downside of Mexico, man. You're just a walking bank to these people, like,
1: yeah, it's yeah. to you be know, overload, bro.
2: I mean, like, what is the top country for the most beautiful women? Like, what would you say? I
1: mean. It depends on what you like. Know what I mean? Like you. Eastern, uh, Eastern Europe, Slavic women are the models, the tall, the jaw, yeah. the the attitude, the the eyes. Um, they we've also talked. Um, I think I was talking to you, T. Bob. Like, yeah, I was dating a Belarusian girl in uh, Rimini. She's working in Italy uh, in the summer. They all go down there and work wherever. And dude, they will make your game so much better. But before they do that. They'll turn you who you think you're a man and Mr. Cool guy into a little fucking boy. They play you like a fiddle and you have to be like, cause you know, in their countries, dude, the dudes are like extremely masculine. Like they'll slap you up. They'll do all that kind of stuff. And so they're used to that. Right. And you got this nice little American boy who's, you know, <laughs> used to normal stuff and uh, they'll play you like a fiddle. So those women are obviously like beauty. Amazing. I don't think they're the best in bed, honestly. Like, my opinion, Italian woman, I love, like I, I pretty much have a, she's she's mad at me right now, but um, a girlfriend in, in Bologna still, and like their intelligence, they're, um, you can speak to them about like, like uh, Renaissance literature, um, the Greek, uh, uh, the language, like the old Greek, Latin, like they're like super smart. They they have style up the ass, you know, Italians, they all dress amazing. And um, they still have that fire, you know that uh that latin fire which is amazing some of them are out of this world beautiful but you know if you want to talk about like straight beauty like you know brazil has been insane like you know like i said i've you know been with a handful of like 40 year olds that are looking i mean like they're 28 like amazing i'm like this is ridiculous and then obviously if you like curves there's no place like brazil
2: yeah bro, florinopolis is- and have you been anywhere else outside of florinopolis in Brazil,
1: just across the bridge. But all I've been doing is going around the island because uh, there's a lot to see here.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. I definitely Delane. Huh? What was your, what was your, what's your top, your top places? I I, I don't think I've asked you this question. Yeah. For women? Since we've, been, since we've been to Brazil. Oh, since we've been to Brazil. Since we've been to Brazil. Is Brazil oh. now your number one or is, uh, uh
3: before Brazil. I would say I would say Vancouver, Australia, and Scandinavia was like my top three because in Australia, you would get a African girl with an Australian accent. Jesus. And she'd be like a, she'd be a model.
2: That'd throw me and
3: off. I, and that would just, yeah, I would melt, you And she's like really feminine. She got the Australian accent Uh and she got a different culture. She is like not only she has that Australian culture, she has a she might be from Kenya or Ghana. And she just built different than I've ever experienced. So that's that's one thing. Uh, Scandinavia, if it wasn't the if it wasn't for the weather, this is very cold. Like it's like similar to New York and New Jersey. It wasn't cold nine months out of the year. When once it's Depression. warm, yeah, they have like I had to actually when I was living there, I had to take pills to keep me from being depressed, even though I wasn't. I'm that not a depressed a- person. I'm a, I'm a very easygoing person. I'm a very like you, t You see how I move up when we was in Brazil. You saw how many girls we were growing up to. I'm I'm a people person, right? So when I was there, I was. Taking these pills, I'm like, why do I need these things? So I was like, all right, whatever. I, I'm I'm gonna do what you guys do, right? So, um, happy, happy pills. That's what they call it.
1: Oh, yo, that's a that's yeah. a that's a point though. My bad, to cut you off. So everyone told me, I read the stuff that uh, oh, Scandinavia is the happiest place in the world. You know the little statistics and all that. And like when you first get there, it's like, oh yeah, free this, free that. You know the people seem pretty happy. But the more the longer you live there, you see like the rotten core. They all drink nonstop. They're all on happy pills. Um, like they, the littlest things, the littlest things. You know, because they have no other problems. They don't have really any bills. They don't have education, student loans, that uh, healthcare stuff. About the littlest things, and I'm like, human this nature. is the happiness to you? Yeah. Like Brazilian people so far have been. You know, I haven't lived here for as long as I lived in Copenhagen, but they're way poorer. They have way more problems. But it's like human nature about something. And when all your problems are taken care of.
2: Else. Yep, exactly. Yep. That is all they do, when they do these uh when they have these like surveys is they're just doing a checklist. Okay. Healthcare is taken care of. Education is taken care of. This is taken care of. Okay. This equals happiness. This is the happiest country in the world. It was funny when yeah. Finland was the happiest country in the world. It also had the highest suicide rate the same year. It's yeah. like, come on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. But okay. That's what I'm saying, yeah, bro. Yeah. I don't believe in. Like yeah, and uh, the more
1: I, I live this life, like I, I don't believe anything. Like yeah. everything I was taught, I flipped it on my head, and it's like oh, so the real world's a lot different than everyone says it is. You know what I mean? And it's it's like um, I I think it's sinister motives. I think we've all been lied to, like the Matrix. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we we're all in these little matrix. You if you live outside of that comfort zone, the more and more you like take your head. But I'm telling you, we've been lied to from everyone.
2: Exactly, and and the key is to not start your own matrix, right? What I see going on, kind of in a tribal community as well, we're creating our own matrices. We're saying like, oh, these places are so wonderful, they're so this. The women here are perfect, etc. And then we get there and we realize, oh snap, these women do the same things American women do, right? Yeah. You, yeah. So you still have to go there prepared. You have to go there with gang, go there with X, Y, Z, because at the end of the day, nowhere you're gonna go in this world is perfect. Mm-hmm. Nowhere perfect. Right. You just have to know every environment is different. You got to move differently in each place you go to. So that's why I really promote guys to like do your research. Right. Do your research. Watch our content um, and listen. Right. Listen to what we're trying to say, because what me and Delane really try to do on this channel is not push narratives. There's so mm-hmm. many people pushing narratives, right. right, because narratives get you views, get you likes. People cheer you on yeah. But at the end of the day. That's that's not what I'm here for. I will limit our growth to tell the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know what to say. Like if you go on the channel, foreign strategy channels, so the number one video on the channel, with the most views is when I'm just pushing. I'm pushing like I'm, everything's perfect. Everything's this. Everything's that. Right. But at the end of the day, that's that's not the case. That's not the case. And um, people don't like the truth. <laughs> people don't like the truth. People will hate you when you tell the truth. People are going to call you names, this, that and this. Because they're they used to being told fairy tales, the world is used to being told fairy tales. I'll,
1: I'll tell you what though, I honestly think now, and I think it was when Trump got elected, something in the universe ripped, or maybe it was 2012 when the Mayan calendar switched. I think reality as we know it now, and all the clown shit that's happened in the last fucking five, ten years, or since that Mayan thing. I, I don't think there is a truth anymore, though. I think you, you find your individual truth and you go that way because your truth is way different than mine. My perspective is way different than yours, you know, bold perception. So you need to find what fits with you. And seriously, if it makes you happy and if you're happy, whether this is a nine to five, whether this is living my lifestyle, live in that bubble then and be happy. Now, if you start having problems, you need to put more things in the bubble or put that direction somewhere else. You feel me? But there, I don't think there is a truth. I really don't. I think perception is reality. And I think um, you need to find your, your own truth.
2: That's true. At the end of the day, it's all about perception. Glass can be half empty or half full. Simple as that. And uh, that's, that's the way you got to live your life, man. And I, and, I, and I like that. I like that you put perceptions at the end of your name. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People can't argue against that. You can't argue against somebody's perception. It's like mm-hmm. oh they can they can they do <laughs> so yeah they're still gonna find of course of course people are going, <laughs> they're gonna nitpick everything you say but uh, at the end of the day there's there's no logic behind arguing against somebody else's perception
1: delay i watched your um video about you getting uh, played by that australian chick because you brought up australia before and i think this is like a key for the audience or the dudes listening to this you cannot invest so much energy into one woman Know what i mean like you need to have like i was telling t bob here i set up two or three dates almost every day on the weekend i have four or five plans ready so if one ditches okay that's fine i don't have to worry about it. i'm not a, about it the next one i meet oh we're not doing well okay hey have a good rest of the day i have another one know what i mean like living in that abundance so you don't get emotional or you don't feel bad and yuck like you spend a lot of time on that australian chick and then you know boom nothing <laughs> Which, which story um, was
2: that? I can't remember that one. Which video No, nah, it
3: was uh it was an it was a this uh, African Australian chick. Um we never met up, but I had a match with her yeah. when I was in Australia and I was leaving, so we stayed in touch because she was she was a baddie, yo. She's like a like a 10 in my eyes, right? She's like a 10 out of 10. And we kept staying in touch. And um, we would like video chat, and and then all of a sudden COVID hit, so I couldn't, I couldn't, I was gonna fly down here again, and I couldn't, you know what happened? I don't know, you know what's going on on Australia? You can't, you can't even access well, it.
1: Sure.
3: Yeah, it's it's just like a whole mess out there. So, I actually, was talking to another girl before her, and we just stopped talking because it was no point. Like it was just like, how much can you video chat, right? So. All of a sudden, she she hits me up out of nowhere. She's like, "Yo, um, I'm gonna go to Bali. You should come to Bali with me." And um, you know, we start talking, and I don't know. She just flipped the switch. You know, she she was just talking talking to me a certain way, and I just didn't like it. And my thing is like, I don't I don't argue with women. You know, I I you know I may disagree, so. I It wasn't like I was putting a lot of energy into her because, in between that that time, I went to Brazil. I was in Mexico for six six months. I was with T-Bob, and you can see all the girls that's in the videos. I'm 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 living my life, so I I don't think I was put. I don't. If anything, I didn't put any stock into her. It it was just that. When that happened, I was like, I want to make a video about it because podcasts are therapeutic me making that video was right off the cuff of that happening so for me that was therapeutic um if if i if i actually lay down a timeline and me talking to her i actually really didn't talk to her for a long time that whole year like we would talk maybe every three months so i really put a lot of stock into it it was just that when it happened i was like i'm gonna make a video about it and um
1: yeah. I'm, I'm talking to bigger picture not necessarily you yeah, 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 for sure, situation for sure. but yeah. like uh, I, the best thing I ever heard was this it was uh I don't think I can even say his name like I, I'll tell you guys the name after that but like yeah. I think they went after him and like cancel him and, and all but he basically said you need to put as a dude put your head into what a, like a 10 out of 10 woman head is like okay these mm-hmm. girls have more options than anyone in the world could ever imagine Know what i mean mm-hmm. they can be flown out to dubai tomorrow they could go to miami the next day vegas the next day and they could do this from 18 to like 24. know what i mean and these mm-hmm. women like their point of center like nothing flusters them you feel me because they have it all they can take whatever they want when they want they can yeah. use everything now for dudes to get in that like mindset we need abundance know what i mean like we mm-hmm. need so many girls because you know they're all flake a lot of them are flaky and that's just what it is and and this is the problem i have is like people get mad at that it's like what do you want me to be just a, a dork and wait on every win for you and and yeah. have you ditch me again no come on right. but the best thing i ever heard was like okay yo if if you were a 10 out of a 10 chick how would you react to this situation mm-hmm. that's that's key yeah. if you can get in that mental frame and like fake it till you make it that's, i think you're set
2: that's key yeah it's funny when i was in uh, budapest I went out with this chick, and she was like, "Oh, you said the exact same thing to me as you said to my friend." And I was like, <laughs> what? "And she so, was like, why don't you put more effort into like, you know, like, you know, gearing each message to the woman?" I'm like, "Why would I do that?" Then of the day, why Copy I- paste. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's key, man. It's abundance mindset. So you gotta have a system in place, and you just gotta do what's best for you because at the end of the day, that's what they're doing sure. for them as well like they're, they're they don't care about you These women yeah
3: t Bob know how t Bob know how bro oh, yeah. <laughs> T. Bob know how, how I'll, be I'll be moving so, around yeah.
1: well, my, my bad t-bob you um you listen to that audio right i was talking about um like literally 90 percent of my messages are the exact same to get them to get a drink i yeah, copy paste everything i do not put any investment into it like i and if you here's the thing though, if so if you get it like a hot match, right? You get that, that ten out of ten African Australian girl, you you're like, oh my god, and you try to look at her Instagram, and then like you're like fantasizing in your head, Oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna you're done. You lose yeah. the game already if you do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you need to literally separate yourself from especially the dating apps. The dating apps is like streamlining, like that's yeah. just like you know the funnel and like sales, you know <laughs> what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, the more you separate from uh investment. I think is key. Like outcome independence. That's what they all talk about. And anything. money,
2: life?: Exactly. The, the rock star lifestyle, essentially, right? And then that's something I really want you to get into is like, pretty much, and what you said in that audio was, was facts, man, it's like, you're living a lifestyle that you're not saying you're going to live this for the rest of your life, but you're living it now so you won't regret it in the future. So i really want you to just break that down about what you mean about living a rockstar lifestyle and kind of why do you recommend other guys to do the same because if you don't then you'll always be thinking about it you'll never appreciate what you got
1: so you settle it down you have this beautiful wife you have a kid at 25 you know five ten years go by you're sitting on the couch and you're looking at the damn bills are or you're looking at all these other people and be like damn like am i happy like mm-hmm. did i make the right decision I can't go back in time. I can't go experience that anymore. You can do some sugar daddy stuff maybe and, and whatnot, but it's over. Know what I mean. But if you can get it out of your system and see that it's not really as great as you thought it would be, it's not the end all be all, of course. It's not the total fulfillment there is. But if you can have those memories and that, that feeling of adrenaline and, and be like, yo, I did it. I did it. Now I can focus on this kid. I can focus on this beautiful uh, lady. I can focus on business, my relationships, my parents, um, uh all that kind of stuff yeah. the word the, the word settling means like this is the best you can get like you're yeah. subconsciously <laughs> telling yourself like, <laughs> like, it's just it's a fact like people, damn, this, yeah. this whole social dynamics between men women men and men in life like it's it's a big game and yeah. it, like, it's not uh we can we can put the mask on as a society and say that that nothing is about power when everything is about power everything you know what i mean is- and everything you do is 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 signaling you know deep down in your 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 animal brain and, and all that like uh, of what reality is and yeah you settle like this is the best i can get this is yeah. what it is i made my decision if you that is best, how it goes
2: she's the best option out there is exactly what you're saying yep <laughs> that is but, key. but not even about woman though not like life everything yeah. Yeah. you're settling mm-hmm. like you just
1: said hey i want to put my feet up and, and and go with there i have a question for you guys though um on this star lifestyle and you brought up like the model thing models in my opinion are for sure the most like insecure woman so if you have mm-hmm. the balls to just go out and talk to them in person like for the most part you can win because they're not used to that at all and mm-hmm. number two there's three points number two they're terrible in bed and number three the makeup the makeup comes off i shit you not bro it's
3: the drop you, point you, you,
1: you need to do it to experience it you need to do it to experience it but you're like Wow, I fantasized about this. Like, it's it's a whole different game. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, man, I honestly don't even like the model look, really, because when you like you said, when you really look closely at a model, it's, it's not it's not anything special. Like, it's really not anything special. And they're very shallow people, generally speaking, like there's not much conversation there because their entire life has been pretty much benefiting off of their look.
3: I got two stories, man. Uh, how do I do this? Uh, all right, so it was this Turkish model. Uh, I'm gonna
1: grab a beer. I'll be listening on the but
3: Yeah, yeah. It's this Turkish model. I forgot her name, and she's like a really famous Turkish model. Uh, I think it's, it's it was the
1: bob psycho girl, was it?
3: Nah, nah, nah. Hold up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up real quick. Jesus Christ. Actually, she is a model. That's funny that you said that. Wow. Her name was Didion Didian <laughs> Sordan or whatever. And I matched with her on Tinder in New York. And um, her gay best friend saw me and was like, Yeah, yeah, him, him, him. So that's how she picked me. Went on a date. The date was fine. It was great. She was very like gypsy like. She was all about spirits and all that stuff. So, um, we hooked up. We had a good time, and we start hooking up for like weeks. Didym Didym Sodan. and she—I I was looking her name up because at the time she had like half a million followers, right, on Instagram. And um, so we started hanging out and everything. And we would go out, and her her friends would be like famous directors from Turkey. Uh, Fame. Her, her best friend was like a, a makeup, a famous makeup artist. And she's like a full, she's like an actual model. She was in uh, Vogue, and um, it was crazy. I did nothing wrong. Everything was perfect. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, meet me at this club one night." And um, I was like, "Cool. Just let me know what, where the address is." So let's say ten o'clock. I'm supposed to meet her. Ten o'clock rolls around. I'm like, "Yo, where is she?" I never hear from her. So I'm like, all right, I don't want to be that guy and be thirsty over her. 11 o'clock rolls around, nothing. One o'clock rolls around, two o'clock rolls around. She has a story on her Instagram. She's with another black guy, and they are loving up on each other. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what the hell just happened now? Um, so the We've next day. There next day she hits me back and i'm like i'm like yo what happened like what's going on she was like she said something some crazy excuse Next thing you know we're arguing and she's like i'm crazy i'm crazy oh really (laughs) she's like oh you're crazy you're gonna start stalking me now and all those other stuff and i'm like This, she has, I was really hot, man. I was so hot. This happened about a good seven years ago.
1: That's a shit test, buddy.
3: And um, I told my boy, he was like, yo, man, leave that girl alone, man. And that was pretty much it. We had that argument and and that ended. And um, that was one of the biggest models I ever dealt with and i think the thing about it was she probably had no care in the world that she did that to me exactly. she had no exactly feeling she was like a robot like cold and from that from that point on i was like okay i'm never i'm never going to put a, my a stock in a woman like that like i'm never going to be like in a situation where my expectation is going to be so high that the next day, if that happened to me, if that happened to me again, I'm going to be like, "That's how women are." But I'm not rocking with her no more, though. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's please believe it. I'm not rocking with her no more. So that was one motto I dealt with, and that was one story. Another story is I went to Brazil. Can, can I
1: comment on that? Can I comment on that quick though? Yeah, that's that's you made some good points. Um I was talking to T-Bob about how like uh I think a lot of people get mad at at uh, womanizers or people that see many girls but it's like we were made this way. You know what I mean? Like I tell about that all the time. with women.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: This is what happened to us and yeah. and the key though is to like you got to be able to like let go of the anger cuz then you go down these these deep paths where it's just yeah. like you hate women, right? And right. you're misogynistic and, and all that mm-hmm. but like this is what happens to, to people like us like we experience yeah. it and we get thrilled in the face so many times and slap it. it's like this is kind of why we move the way we do we operate the way we do but i want to make like a, a distinction though it's like i love women people think like the way we're talking is that you yeah. know we're bashing them and all that stuff even all the crazy crap that's happened to me because of uh my relationships with girls i, I still 100 percent love them i love the energy I'm not Mm -hmm. blind you can't be blind or you're gonna self-destruct you're gonna Mm -hmm. blow up and that this is just learning life and not believing you know fairy tales and whatnot Mm -hmm. but that that probably that is a that's a great story that that will hit you deep in the the subconscious And it's not their fault bro it's not their fault it's not their fault these are this is like biological like some people are evil some people are evil but like this is just you know she's a 10 out of 10 model bro like you mean nothing to her She's got more abundance in the world, and that's just how they operate. Maybe she thought yeah. it was like no big deal,
3: yeah, exactly. Of course, oh. yep, yep, uh, yep. Facts. and um, it was crazy because I had we had took a picture together and I posted on my Instagram, bro. Let me tell you, all the girls that I didn't hear from in the past, all the girls that was ghosting me, they <laughs> come out of nowhere, like, yo, you're dating a famous. Turkish model that's in Vogue <laughs> magazine. Cause if you if you go to her profile, her pictures are like in magazines. She's in this place and that. And if you type her name up, Gideon Sordan, like she is in movies and all this other stuff. So everybody was hitting <laughs> she
1: me. She did you a favor. She actually gave you more than you thought for sure. Yeah,
3: she gave me more stock. So my stock risen because yeah. I was with her at that time for for those couple of weeks. And um yeah, man. But I came away with the lesson. But here's my second story. Brazil. Um going back to T Bob asked me what's my favorite places. I think Brazil knocked out Scandinavia for me. Uh so let's put Scandinavia four, and Brazil kind of gets third place with Vancouver and Australia. I don't know, for some reason. Australia is like number one still to me for some reason. I think it's the language thing. Um, so here we go. All right, now she would never. She's never going to see this, right? Because we're deep into the podcast. Yeah, is
2: it Yeah, they go watch
3: this. She ain't gonna see it, right? <laughs> and, and and when I'm telling this story, T. Bob's gonna know. He's gonna know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I already know in my eye she's a 10 out of a 10 right Batty. um we've been talking for months leading up to the trip and i'm like i, I swear to god man i'm i'm gonna be full transparency i'm like yo she looks like my wife bro like like <laughs> if, if i could just physically t- like if i could do like if i could do like weird science And and like type in like the prototype, I'm like yo, physically, aesthetically, she looks like my wife, right? So anyway, we meet up, we have a first date, knock it out of the park. It's nothing. It's no. It's nothing else I could have done perfectly right. It was a 10 out of 10 date. We we had a second date, perfect. Third date, perfect. Fourth date, perfect. T-Bob was like, yo, what's going on, man? You guys hanging out a lot. You caked up over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Making little small jokes because you know we. Whenever you we, he like repeats dates, I'm always like poking fun at him. He's poking fun at me. So, you know we have like six. We have like at least six dates in. Wait,
1: are you guys sleeping together yet or no?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. We we yeah oh, okay. yeah we, yeah. We definitely okay. slept together many times. Um, everything's perfect. Dates is perfect. Sex is amazing. I'm vibing. Um, she's she's like, yo. She's like, I'm thinking I'm falling in love with you. She's telling that to me. She's like, what do you? What's gonna happen if you go to the states? What am I gonna do? And I was like, yo. I reassured her. I was like, don't worry. I'm gonna come back in October. You know what I mean? I'm coming back. I'm working remotely. You know what T. What me and T. Bob is doing is working. I'll be back. And she was like, all right, OK, cool. So to make the long story short, one, one evening, T-Bob was in the room, and we had a disagreement. We had our first disagreement. But she speaks English, but her English on the scale of 1 to 10 is a 5. So when she says things, I interpret it differently. And she says some things to me. And I was like, yo, why would you say that? And I kind of like dismissed her. I kind of kicked her out of the place. I kicked her out of my place, but respectfully, it wasn't like I was yelling at her. Okay. I wasn't calling her name. I was like, listen, it sounds like you don't want to be here. And I don't want that type of energy around me right now. Like, And she was like, I want to be here. But I was like, it doesn't feel like it. it sound, I think you need to go. So she left. At the end of the cusp of it, um my last day in Brazil, well, my last night in Brazil, we're all hanging out.
2: It's a, it's a rough story, this part.
3: <laughs> it's we're funny. all hanging out, right? And and I'm like, yo, so you're gonna come, you're gonna come back, uh come back with me to the spot. Because we already, you know, we're already doing stuff. We already we already had sex millions of times or whatever the case may be, and she was like She's like, nah, I'm not gonna come back with you. Um, I gotta go, I'm gonna go Uh, something about her sister. Like at, at that point when she said no, I didn't hear anything else she said. It was kind of like, you know how a war movie in slow motion, like someone like yeah. shoots, shoots a gun and like grenades get thrown. Like you just hear a ring noise. Everything's in slow motion. Like that's how I felt it, was to me when she said that. I was like, okay. It's my last night and you don't want to spend it with me like all the way. And then because I've been in those past situations, I immediately, my I i flipped the switch. And I was like, OK, I don't care. This is not going to affect me. I don't care. I turn around, she gives me a kiss. And she's like, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. In my head, I'm like, whatever. That doesn't mean anything to me. I, I kid you not i walk away with t-ball me and t-ball walk away i turn around she's dancing doing tiktok dance
1: What song? what trend
3: and i'm like wait a minute hold on hold on hold on you said you missed me it's my last night in brazil you're supposed to be sad She's dancing as I walk away, doing TikTok dance,
1: and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm
3: like, what the?" F-? So, the thing about this, this is this is this this is not even over yet. So, I go back to the states. She's hitting me up. We hitting 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 each other back and forth. She's like, uh, she's like, I miss you. I don't say it back. I basically tell her, hey, you know, um, that's great. We should video chat. We video chatted. She's like, I miss you. I missed all the great sex we had. And and she said, she said it in a way like that was the best sex she ever had. Well, I gave her the best sexual experience, right? And she's like, I want to come to New York. And I'm like, I'm not in New York, I'm in Greece. And she's like, "Oh, okay. So when, when do you come to? Come, when do you come back to New York?" And I'm like, I, "I don't know." So, the end of story is basically that I'm still talking to her, but because of the past experiences I had with women, and because of what she did that night, that will always be cemented in my head that yeah, she did something like that. So she could tell me she misses me. She can give me I can go back to Brazil. she can give me all the sex in the world. She would do a lot a whole lot of things for me to like change the way I look at her now exactly oh. so like hey,
2: that, this is
1: life <laughs> this is life now, yeah,
3: it's crazy is, man. it's crazy so Tinder
1: Instagram oh there's yeah, it's man. like I think it's undone the mask like we're we're real human nature now, like the monogamy is done. The, the traditional way of life is done and you need to adapt or you're going to get left behind. You can't sit and cry and it's not fair. It's not this and that. It's men and women's fault. Men more. It's men's fault more. But what are you going to do? You either capitalize on it like uh, the dying of America or you sit in your room and you cry. You know and I mean, and you jerk off. to.
2: And it goes back to that, that uh, what you said on the audio the other day, that story you told about I don't know if you want to tell it on this show or not we could send the people over to your audio but that was that's kind of similar in a way kind of the same idea right you went through all of this but you learned from it right you learned like yo this is this is human nature right this is what yeah. women are all about and exactly. yeah you told a great story on uh physics ex, your experience that was through italy right that was in italy right yeah
1: oh zurich milano uh, yeah. como and, and portofino yeah story. bro that was a week of uh, extreme highs extreme <laughs> lows bro <laughs> Dude, it just kept going too. and then i forgot um parts of that story like yeah. i was meeting this one kid who uh was a family of a famous venezuelan banker in portofino with his girlfriend he invited me to shit. um then i met this other couple that had a home in lugano that yeah. um uh like i think he wanted me to you know what with his wife i mean bro the story i told i forgot parts of it too like it was just like like out of the matrix, know what I mean? Like, uh, you got to hear this story, man. It was, I think I'm going to release it next week. Like, yeah, the, it's, it just encompasses this lifestyle, like rock star highs and lows. Like, if you can't take the lows, if you can't take the, these two models, literally taking your heart, ripping it out and, and destroying it, then you don't deserve any of the highs. You don't deserve to be, be with them in the first place. A great quote is like, uh, if you want to date, like, the top women, you know, I'm not trying to be superficial, but like the tens, right, the beauty and, you know, the, the models or the whatever, like you need to learn how to drive a Ferrari. You can't be able to only drive a little Toyota car and then think you can get in a Ferrari because they're gonna, you're gonna go flying off the edge. You're gonna fly into the, the unknown. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. Amen. that and, happens and, and, every trip. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. And the reason why I told those two stories is because they both affected me the same way, but because I went through the first model and i learned from those mistakes and i learned how to manage my feelings and my emotions or whatever the second one didn't affect me because i didn't affect me she's still in my life she still is she still is an option
1: yeah see
3: she's telling me oh i miss you you you." could
1: handle the ferrari
3: exactly and that's why i told those two stories Mm -hmm. i i messed up on the first one and i learned on the second one and i still Mm -hmm. had the second one so
2: Exactly, exactly, man. But the highs and lows, man, that is key, man. Because every trip, every time I'm going to a place for a month, the first week is hot. Second week, I'm like, damn, what, like what's going on? Just just pushing through, man. Pushing through the highs and the lows. We all go through them, Don't care how good looking you are, how much money you have, how much game you have, everybody's going to go through it. Simple mm-hmm. as that.
1: But dude, I'll tell you what, though, a key for anyone that wants to do this this life or experience, what we're talking about is you need, they all say it, the, the Red Peel people. You need a purpose outside of women, you, know I mean? yes, you need to that be doing true. stuff. Cause then you as can handle it, all the
2: it handles and that attracts women, you go, right? Women can sense guys oh, they, who are just they, out they. there for women. They can sense mm-hmm. that they could, mm-hmm. they, they, like, if you're hitting them up all day, like I don't, I don't really message women throughout the day. Right. Mm-hmm. I just I hit them up in the evenings because like it, they don't, they want to know that you're doing other things outside of just hitting them up. Simple as that. Mm-hmm.
1: I got a couple yeah. other things I want to talk to you guys about, actually. And I don't have to. I don't have a date for about two hours. I'm gonna be on this beach just chilling. <laughs> oh, Wait, hey, I can show you the view. Look at this room that's... right here, baby.
3: Bro,
2: that's nice, sick, bro. bro. That
1: is right. Then, on hey, the here's beach. my bedroom view.
2: Damn, bro. Guess how much right she's paying. Well, guess how much she's paying yeah, for that.
1: Bro. Yeah. Yes. Hey, remember for it's high season. Yeah. No. No. For I'm doing daily rate too. It's high season. Oh, okay and uh there's no places on the island that have any uh availability guess how much i pay for this
2: I
3: remember how much
2: i was paying them for an office too it wasn't yeah.
3: cheap yeah you was paying a grip um 40 40 a day 20. damn 20. man that's amazing bro i and know. normally
1: it'd be like 10 a day i could get it for
3: damn and he i dude, got the
1: kitchen I-, I got the bathroom i got the extra bed i got the view i got the it's a one bedroom beautiful internet
2: internet seems to be fine too right you're on the Wi-Fi yeah yeah, I mean, streaming, yeah better, streaming better
1: cool. than uh better than my other place too I've had two all places right. here one in central for a month one uh here's a good tip too for some people if they do the solo travel um like I do Airbnb hotel but if I get lonely and whatnot go to like a hostel for a day or two wherever you can meet all the crazy people and whatnot and you know get leads or you know meet dude friends which is something I've really started to try to do more because um, if you only hang around women, bro, it's dangerous, not necessarily them, but you need the balance. You need bros to talk to. That's why I'm liking this right now. But um, I, I was staying underneath a hostel. Uh, it was literally probably one of the best views I've seen in Floripa. It, it was right next to the canal and the ocean, and it was really hip. But I paid 400 for that for a month. But I also got um, breakfast made every day, uh, laundry, cleaning uh, I didn't pay for like supplies right because they have like the water that's the toilet paper you know shit like that
3: mm-hmm. and then
1: uh, I told you in central I got the big apartment for 440 but that was off uh, Airbnb but here's what I really wanted to ask you guys and I think this could help out some dudes that don't have like the good Instagram because I've been off social media for a long time I had to make a, a little Facebook for my um, professional thing and uh, I don't have Instagram I don't use it I don't use it for uh, dating any of that shit. nowadays that's what everyone uses right but um a lot of dudes don't uh you t bob you got a good look at instagram i haven't checked out yours bro but um you know you can use that you put the hot girl on in the instagram and all the other girls come and get you and and all that shit. it's social proof it's status correct mm-hmm. a lot of dudes don't have that and if you send uh the girl on tinder or you meet them in person they never want to give you the number first right they say mm-hmm. hey Oh, what's your Instagram I'll take the Instagram well if you do that you're in competition with a million other dudes and not just that attention because when she uh, goes on Instagram she's not just looking at messages she's looking at photos liking doing all that kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. I always do this okay so this is a tip for, for you guys listening I say hey um, you know you know hola. I just moved here you know I like your vibe let's get a drink smiley whatever I try to get as quick as I can to get the number if we're talking uh, dating apps and they say, oh no, like uh, add me on Instagram or what's your Instagram? And I say, currently I'm doing a, a social media cleanse, a 60 day social media cleanse. It doesn't uh, finish till next month or blah, blah, blah. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, that's kind of cool. Like you're not consumed with the socials and whatnot. But I think it's very important. You want to get to the number. The number is personal, the number is there. And uh, unless you have a good uh, Insta profile, but even if you do, you're in way more competition i i think
2: i i I agree that's why me personally i don't put my instagram on like my uh tinder profile or bumble because it's just just another thing they you give them to find to find something wrong wrong. yeah so i give the least like where i Mm -hmm. have three pictures on my tinder like i put only three pictures least amount of pictures as possible I don't show anything else. I don't say too much about myself because all they're doing is just nitpicking, just nitpicking the, the, the mm-hmm. least, the less you give them, the better. Simple as that when it comes to dating, so yeah. unless you unless you have a million followers or whatever, you're some famous person, right? Obviously that's going to help, but 99% of the time that's not going to be the case.
3: Yeah. Um, I put my Instagram on my on uh, all my stuff, but I think the way I do it is I, I attract, the content makers. Um, I just straight up say, "Hey, I'm am a content maker. I, we have a podcast, you know." So for girls, you know, most of those girls on here trying to get followers anyway, right? So I've I've gotten a lot of girls hit me up like, "Yo, I see that you got a podcast. What is it about?" And I've gotten a lot of leads to for girls to come on the show from that. So I use it for a different reason, but. <laughs> um I don't know I still I still you, do fairly well on a dating aspect as well so I don't know
1: you sound like uh uh who are those fresh and fit they um <laughs> that with all the the sugar daddy websites and all that they get the girls on there and, and they're banging like all the girls I guess they went through a lot of trouble though recently I heard oh no
3: you, no you know no, what I'm no talking about yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying like uh banging the gas, but I'm just saying that <laughs> I use it to uh <laughs> <laughs> to <being a> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it to get like uh, leads for uh, for hosts or guests because a lot of girls on there, especially particularly the girls that got Instagram handles or the models, they just want to be seen. They want to get that attention. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna help you with that. I'm gonna help you, help me, Value. help you get attention. So,
2: and I would but, say it also I, depends on where you are, right? Places like Eastern Europe, they don't like guys who are like on Instagram heavily because they're Mm. not used to that, their culture, their guys are not out there just on Instagram, you know, taking Mm. selfies and like, you know, looking like a model and stuff like that. That's actually very unattractive to them. Whereas Mm. like Latin America, Western Europe, it might be a little bit different. So I think it all depends on where you're going. Um, It's very different. Cause I've I've seen a lot of women in Eastern Europe, say like in their bios, no Insta boys, stuff like Mm. that. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah and like some of these chicks you'll see like you'll see a 10 out of 10 and she'll like tag her her like her boyfriend or whatever and he'll have like you know like two pictures up right? yeah. two yeah. Pic- yeah. 50 followers like they don't care about that so it, it yeah. well
1: that's 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 the key though like if the baddest girls you're gonna get are from during the day and having the balls to go up to them and talk to him. That's your, your your dating apps will be on par yeah. with you or lower than you. You'll barely ever go past your value, you know, whatever it is. But day mm. game, that's what they call it. If you have the cojones to go up to a pretty girl in the street, that's where you that's where the magic app, that's where all my, uh, you know, the models and the, the, yeah. the beautiful, beautiful woman have, have came from. You know I mean, the uh, day naps to me is like a, a funnel, abundance funnel. So oh yeah. this person ditches okay i got this know what i mean um here it's been ridiculous like the day naps here because you know the gringo the gringo thing and whatnot helps but yeah. dude go up to women and learn how to speak with them and i think it's and even if they reject you dude so many times i've been just totally my ego taken out thrown on the ground stomped on but you learn from it know what i mean and, and there's nothing wrong with going up to a girl and be like hey excuse me you know i know this is kind of random but uh you know do you speak english yeah. oh a little I wanted to say you look very nice today. You know, I love these pants. These pants are so like uh, studious and uh, you look like you're on your way to class. And it's funny, like I I approached you because you really reminded me of my friend. You know, when I was living in Copenhagen, she was becoming a a lawyer. She'd always wear the little blazer. She had the glasses on and during the week, that's all she did was just go to work, go to work and study. But holy fuck, when the weekend came, oh, it was a whole different person. We'd be in the club together and she would run it and we were partying like it was, you know, crazy. You know, is that like you? Do you do that kinda on the weekend? You know, take the mask off and, mm-hmm. and let go? <laughs> it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's that is game yeah. one.
3: Yeah, you gotta ask T Bob, <laughs> man. You gotta ask T Bob, man. I'm I'm more um yeah. it's really weird. My act my actual strength is like talking talking in person, day gaming and stuff because Damn. my background is um yeah, I spent most of my adult life in New York. And the way we talk to women is we it's all about talking in person, man. Like we used to go to the clubs every weekend. And it will be a bunch of us, five of us. And be like, how many numbers you get that night? And be like, oh, I got 10. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you get. I, I always get the least amount of numbers because my friends were like sharks. But then like they were like grooming me to be a shark. And then <laughs> all, all of a sudden. I started traveling and then I, and then um, when I came back, we would go back to the clubs and I would go after no numbers. I would I would try to, I would talk to nobody and they're like, hey, what's wrong with you? I'm like, "Yo, you you have no idea. I just went to a place where the girls came up to me and they were like, what? I was like, yeah, I was in Sweden one time and seven girls came up to me and they were attractive and they're like, Nah, man, you, you're kidding me, man. You're bullshitting me. I'm like, yeah so it was kind of like a so when i started traveling it was a cultural shift in the way i approach women but i always had it in my back pocket like you could ask t bob when we was in brazil on the beach it was i was back in my element and like you ask this man you know i was just i was like yo you see these two girls if they give us a look i'm going over there that's what they do in
2: brazil too they smile
1: at
3: you Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: get the big the the biggest uh choosing signals anywhere in the world that um, i've experienced yeah because like you can't do that in eastern europe eastern europe you gotta go in
1: there you gotta go in there and take three minutes of like either silence or like her. like oh what do you do who are you where are you from what is like they'll attack you but then once you crack the shell they're the most like loyal like loving like woman ever
2: like they'll die for you you have to crack the shell yeah that's true that is the key that's that is the key them as well as like Argentinian women are the same you just got to crack that shell and then have, have you ever experienced you nick with much argentinian women
1: yeah in um uh, actually uh, Playa del carmen there's an enclave of argentinas mm-hmm. and um my neighbor uh when i was living colonial hollywood if anyone wants to go to Playa del carmen stay in colonial hollywood it is the best most vibey place mm-hmm. off uh, 20th by papa charlie's and uh Little, oh. cute little places cafe orange And um, yeah. so I was at the pool I had like this uh, this beautiful apartment um, uh, I think it had two, two balconies one bedroom completely just redone and I was on the top floor then you could go on the top you know everything in Playa del Carmen's about having uh, the rooftop yeah, And in the backyard tough. they share a little pool with the surrounding uh, apartment things you know mm-hmm. I paid 500 a month for that and it was a uh, high season so I uh, I was down by the pool, I was just like chilling out, whatever. And then uh, there's a girl swimming. I, I saw her beforehand. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna chill by the pool and you know, see what happens. And she gets out of the water and she throws her hair back, whatever. And I, I ran that same thing I just told you about, not the the same lines, you know, but uh and me and her developed a little thing and she was really into the whole uh, you know open sharing thing and uh, mm. it was great. Very nice people, really, really friendly people it's too bad what's happening to their country now Their their money uh it's it's not good they're very italian too yeah
3: yeah true. see bob would like uh if you like argentinian and like for the listeners like if if you um get this far in the podcast if you like argentinian women you go and apply to Playa de carmen this is a place called maui um i had a friend of mine he's a photographer he used to have events there all the time and he would like come through and every time i come through I'll just see like a 100 Argentinian women. And they all got like short shorts, tiny little things on. And they just dancing. Like they're in their own world. And they all bad. I'm just like, what is going on? It's like a subculture. culture. It's, so if you like Argentinian, I forgot to tell you about this, T-Bob, this place called Maui. Is that it's on like, the beach? Oh, uh, no. Nah, it's, um, it's not on a beach. It's kind of like off of Fifth Ave. Okay. And they play house music, uh, a little bit of techno.
1: Bar local, bar local, Fifth Avenue, baby.
3: <laughs> oh, bar local, yeah, that's, that's my spot. The that's
1: the spot. <laughs> that's my spot. I bring every girl. I bring every girl there because like the, the the drinks are cheap. super cheap. You got the the yeah. view. You can bring them on the balcony, whatever. And yeah. sometimes I like um you bring into the same spot because then you get to know the bartender and all the people. And then when you come yeah. in there, they're like, "Oh, Nick," and you already get that like oh who am i with like the girl's like thinking like okay this dude's either brought a lot of girls here or he's like uh (laughs) you know he has pull
3: yeah Yeah, i took a date there once and t bob took a date there once we we, were yeah that's the spot man
1: hey i got some more i love practical value that's my shit too on both perceptions practical action and my bad cutting you off i'm just energized i'm in brazil i'm feeling the vibes but listen you dudes do this on a date every single time and i promise you you can Mm -hmm. thank me write a review on my podcast or do something okay so you uh you're in the dates or wherever you at a bar or whatnot you say hey we're gonna play a game you don't ask hey you want to play a game no you say hey we're gonna play a game oh okay what are you gonna play say so put your phone on the table Ever i hope you guys know this okay. and uh, she's like okay i'll put my phone there okay first person that looks at their phone they pay for the drinks if nobody looks at their phone we split the bill oh okay and you know girls they can never not keep the phone actually yeah. I've learned that they can and then you have these great conversations and you like you uh develop more than you know sitting over here on the phone and whatnot but do this every dude here listening to this do the phone game and you'll have great results
2: Delane have you done that before I've I've never done that before I could I could see you you doing that <laughs> <laughs> why you say that I, I just said I I just could see it bro I could see it my, I, I
3: amazing tactics
2: it. I might do that
3: this weekend, but uh <laughs> it makes sense. Um, no, right? I haven't done anything like that. I've done something similar, but not like that. Nah, not like the way he did it. I, I've done something with the phone though. Yeah, uh, okay. So that way. Oh, you can, put it like, on
1: silent? You put it on silent?
3: I did something in a way that like okay. I have this thing where I actually did it this with a Dominican girl. We was in Brooklyn and she was she had Man, she had a fat butt and um really pretty. in. so we're sitting down, and the game was she sends me a picture, she goes, she has to go to the bathroom and she has to send me a picture of whatever she wants. Oh that's and hot. then I do the same thing. So she went to the bathroom, she sent me a picture of her ass naked, and it was big. And I was just like, okay, and I sent her a picture. I I, it was nothing I I did not not like I think I sent her picture like a joke yeah my tongue or something and uh pretty much after that we we just went to our apartment after that because it was like bro that's smooth She so she gave me the green light she she's if a girl like all right it's like a test you're testing the girl's level of interest um depending on what you want to do within a date that's on you but I did it five minutes within the date because I felt the energy. And I was like, yo, let's play a game. You go into the bathroom, take a picture, whatever you want. And then I do the same thing. And then we show it at the same time. She showed at the same time. I was oh. like, check, please. And then we just laugh. I said, let's go. Swear to God. <laughs> Let go. So.
1: D- Dude, dudes don't understand this. If a girl goes out on a date with you, from Instagram or a dating app, they've chosen you out of hundreds and hundreds of dudes in their mind. They basically made up. I'm going to sleep with this dude. Like, okay, this is that's it. Uh, This is okay. This is what I do. Okay, after whatever it it happens, the situation with the girl, I ask them, when did you know that you were gonna do the deed? Correct. And uh, 90% of them say, when I first saw you, or when I talked to you after five minutes, and I realized like, like you were where you were, you weren't crazy, you know, you weren't any of this crazy stuff. So, like that basically tells you, if they come on the date, bro, they they want to sleep with you, and it's you that talks yourself move. out of it.
2: Know what I mean?
3: Got to make the move. That's it. And 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 most times the guy's the leader. He should be, and he leads. He leads his way out the pussy. He pretty much leads. <laughs> he leads his way. <laughs> True. Like yeah. she could be like, "Yo, I want to go," and he, this guy is trying to be knightish on to armor. No,
1: let's could, hold hands first. <laughs> you
3: know, he be he he could be like, "All right, let's go to another location." Meanwhile, if you use like something like your you know your game or like my, my one of my tactics, where it's like, "I got a game, go into the bathroom, take a picture, whatever you want." I'll do the same. And so, and you could just get it like depending on what she sends you. Just go like it's go time after that, right? So you see you're the king of games, Delane. That's why.
2: That's
1: I right. think I think a lot of
2: dudes on <laughs> games.
1: I think I think a lot of dudes though, like subconsciously don't want to get late or they're nervous or they're insecure. Yeah. Like they're stopping themselves from like people people get this idea that like women are like this innocent bird, like they're just as crazy as us dudes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's man. just what it is.
3: Yeah, they want it as much as us too.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. That's like my whole point of the, all these messages. Like, this is who we are. And the moment we start saying, like, okay, this is who I am, step into it, like, you'll be better off instead of trying to be like, oh, let me put my mask on and be a good church boy and, and do all this.
2: Like, be who you yeah. are. It's simple. Those guys get yeah. ran.
3: F- I one. mean, me and T Bob have F- different one. approaches. So it's like, like, I, the thing is, is like, I remember when we were in Mexico City. And not to like disclose his information, his business, but I know, I know on my end, we were having high traffic, and <laughs> <laughs> let's just say, even his approach is different from mine, but we we still had the same amount of high traffic. So it's different ways to go about it, and like you know, he's being true to himself. I'll be him true yeah. to myself, and yeah. <laughs> I try <laughs> the most politically correct way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's nothing wrong with being a sexual person. I think it's just, especially nowadays, it, it's just what it is. And and we gotta quit like shaming this. On both sides, like it is what it is. Like, but here's the thing: it's different though, because a dude, like, uh, we can't just flip on Tinder and have a hundred girls come over here tonight. Mm-hmm. A girl, even if she, you know, on our our little scale, people like to do. A five, a six could have a hundred dudes tonight. Like these, these are facts, right? They did the, mm-hmm. the Tinder statistics about guys swiping right and girls swiping right. And it was extreme, super extreme. So like for dudes, we have to like build our value and, you know, actually look presentable and speak decent and not be an idiot. And, you know, for women, like it's just what it is. Like, uh, you know, uh, sperm is cheap. Eggs are expensive. This is bio- biology. It's just that's what it is.
3: No, yeah exactly. yeah it's funny you say that because um i remember um when I, we were like t-bob was like yo we're going to brazil so we had a date marked down right because i again i don't want to speak for him but i have a bad habit of doing um getting tickets late you know uh, like not planning ahead of time so i was like okay it's march i'm just saying hypothetically it's march and in the, in the, in the, in the, um, the plan is to go in april so what I do is I look at how much I weigh and I look at how, how much I've been in a gym. And I know I'm going to go to the beach. I am I know I'm going to go to a hot area. I know I'm going to go to a tropical area. And body fitness is important. So what I do is I know for myself my fighting weight. And when I mean fighting weight, I know what weight I need to be. <laughs> In a in a, in a in a in a space of like my ultimate confidence comes out because I'm looking I'm feeling good I'm like my fitness yeah. is on point I know what that fighting weight is right so I don't I don't know if women think like that I don't know if women are like oh I'm about to go on this trip you know what I mean let me do the let me maximize myself the best way I can to get the most amount of men.
1: <laughs> bro bro every photo is edited on instagram they uh yeah. they have their diets they, they know exactly women are oh they
3: do the that, same thing uh, too the male gaze yeah. well i'm talking about I the average I'd... girls i'm talking about the average girls like we you know we were talking about okay. five and sixes because they're gonna I be... give you
1: that for uh, for america for america i'd say that but a lot of other places bro people are trying to look their best in my opinion what i've seen especially yeah. women because like yeah. i think it's more like understood in. um undeveloped countries about uh, how important beauty is for, mm, for women. woman. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it's, it's like they, the mothers teach them that, hey, you need mm. to look good to, to get the man to secure the security. Like, that's what like happens, you know, like the old traditional ways type deal. And uh, so they're, they're, this is what I got. Sadly, like this is just this is a reality. Don't shoot the messengers. Know what I mean, like, that's just kind of what it is.
3: Right. That's
2: all it is. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's facts that is beyond so whenever, we,
3: whenever we plan to go to like even Tulum, like brazil i'm like damn I right, shoot i gotta be a certain i i know i know my fighting weight is i'm like shit i gotta be there before i get there so right, bro. man when, when you're coming back to tulum man
2: where, where, where's your next trip
1: when um vegas yeah they do a little van thing back to minnesota and then i actually signed with the team in poland so um i'm going to poland uh february and until the the season ends and I think you're like Mediterranean for the summer and I hope to be in Thailand uh, next time around this year.
2: Going back to Europe in the summertime as well.
1: Bro, if you guys come in the summer,
2: meet up meet up with me, bro. Yeah, bro. I think yeah we'll definitely have to connect up. La
1: Dolce Vita. I'll show you La Dolce Vita.
0: Once again, thanks for flying with foreign strategies. Make sure you subscribe.